Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. It's Boston's most listened to afternoon radio program. Vulgar mm. and Mass. You need a little bit of fat in there for flavor. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. On 98.5, the Sports Hub. I mean, their defense is just so opportunistic. And what is that now? That is, I had this somewhere. I think they have seven I mean, defensive the Bengals, touchdowns the Raiders, this season. The, yeah, I mean, they've, they've been making plays in almost every game here as of late. It's the most in franchise history. Yeah, they have seven defensive touchdowns this year, most by a team in the NFL since the Jaguars in 2017. So despite all those offensive struggles, which they still had some in this game, like that offense is not going to... They're not going to figure something out, are they? No, they're not. I think that's that's why I think we're we're hitting on this. It's just the fact that you know the I think the Patriots defense is going to like we were they got to make a play or two like this every game. I think if the game is played status quo, they're not going to win it. If both teams play clean and oh, we both had no turnovers or we both had one turnovers, they're not going to win. But if their defense can give their offense the short field and then they're very good in special teams in that department too, yeah, they can be a pain in the butt. Um, and, and I think that's the way they're going to have to play right now. Yeah, they're definitely not good enough on offense to think they're going to consistently move the ball on playoff defenses. They are 8-0 in games when they allow fewer than 20 points this season. They are 0-8 in games in which they allow 20 or more points this season. So they just so says basically it all, right? Chris Sims on his podcast is a fair summation of the team. If a game is played straight up, status quo, no scoop and score, return touchdown, special teams touchdown, starting quarterback on the field. If it's just straight up status quo up and down the field, they lose. The other team turns them the ball over, especially with their second or third string quarterback, they have a chance. And that, whether they've won or lost, like that hasn't really changed. I mean, you know what I mean, Greg? That just is what it is. We don't right? even know whether the formula works against a starting quarterback. Seriously. I mean, you know, the, 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 the one they beat, Jared Goff, the Lions were in terrible straights at that point. You know, so we don't even know. Yeah, it works against backup quarterbacks and third stringers, but does it work against everybody else? Would it work in a playoff game against, you know, a somewhat real offense? I mean, it didn't didn't work against Joe Burrow. You know, they got a they got a big return. Um so, you know, we'll have to see. He Chris and I do think Chris is really good on there. Um but he did make a mistake saying like they're good on special teams. They're not. They haven't been in a while. And this is multiple years now. Uh, that is absolutely the fact. But uh, I don't know. When Marcus Jones is out there, they do have a shot to return it. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah, that's what he meant. And they got one. They got a yeah. win on it, you know, on that. Uh, but that's – so that's just sort of been my point. Like Fake team, fake wins. Fake they- wins, <laughs> fake team. Whether they – so that, you know, the Raiders game could have gone either way. You, you know, a lot of fans have now turned that into a win, if not for the crazy Chandler Jones play. Uh, dummies, you were tied. Okay? You were going to overtime. All right? So that, that wasn't a win. That that was overtime. So that that oh, But that could have gone either way. Uh, the, frankly, the Cardinals could have gone either way if Hopkins doesn't put the ball on the ground, but he does. Both Jets games, the Steelers game. So, like, so whether you won them or lost them, you could have, you know, so it all sort of shakes out. It was, so whether you're seven wins, eight wins, or nine wins. It doesn't change the reality of what you are. 
The offense took a step back. The offensive coaching didn't work. The offensive changes didn't work. You set back your second-year quarterback. Probably the most important thing about this year was getting Mac Jones to elevate and go to that next level. He went in the other direction. And all those things are true whether you won 7, 8, or 9. And it turns out, again, whether you win 7, 8, or 9, if a game is played straight up against a starting quarterback, you lose. And that's the kind of team you are. And that's Mm -hmm. sort of the reality of the situation. That being said, I'd be happy to see him make the playoffs and give me an extra playoff game and all of that. I think there's value to it, and I'm fine with all that. But it doesn't change who they are or what they are. And I thought Sims articulated it uh, relatively well there. Back to your phones here with Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. James is in uh, Marble. Go ahead, James. Yes, good afternoon, fellas. Uh, So my orthopedic surgeon happens to be the Patriots orthopedic surgeon and doctor. And uh, as of this morning, they are planning to go to Buffalo and play that game. Okay. Thank you for the inside information. Yeah, I talked to Doctor Foot. Again, I think that the I think that the league is waiting to talk to the Bills today after they get off the field, see where they are, and then a decision will be made. I think, of course, the Patriots are planning to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they, they, they wouldn't sh- be practicing yes, today. They, they showed up to work um, yeah. Wednesday morning like usual. They probably installed the game plan, met like usual, and if they're told not to go, then they won't go. But boy, did you just uh, blow up the spot of your doctor? <laughs> this poor guy <laughs> is about to be taken out back and beaten with Seriously. the. Uh, here's uh, Chris in uh, Providence. Go ahead, Chris. All right. Well, first off, pr- prayers for Hamlin. But if you want to fix the game between the Bills and the Bengals, I mean, the Bengals were winning 7-3 to three and they had the ball, and you don't want to interrupt the rest of the league, then just call it a win for the Bengals and move on. That's what they're going to do. Or a no game or a tie or one of those three things. But it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because any of those three things, Bengals win, no game tie takes Buffalo out of the number one seed if Kansas City wins Saturday night. And I can't see them doing that. You can't see them just just without playing. You know, seeing how things go in Week 18. I mean, well, I, I that's where they're going to end up. In so, so the Bills lost a lost a player on the field, and now they're not going to have. They're going to be taken out of competing for the top seed in the AFC. Home, a bye week and home field advantage throughout in Buffalo. And the Bills, have, I don't see that. And the Bills have that real argument, okay. like Greg said, is that we they, beat them. They beat, we them. beat okay, them. Okay, but hold on. And, and so, if you make the Bengals a a, a, a no decision, then okay. So you so so you don't see that the you know the game being called a no contest. Kansas City wins on Saturday night. Bills lose out on the one seed. You don't see it going down like that. But you do see them replaying the game, or arbitrarily, Goodell or someone says nope. Actually, Buffalo, you're still going to be the one seed. Like you see something like that? If if it's if it's basically Kansas City and uh Buffalo are both tied both have the same number of losses and they're waiting on that final game, then yeah, because they played on the field. You know? I mean, you you look at the three you look at the three teams that are basically going for the top seed. Well, that would stun me. That would be a, a really scary precedent that uh you know, again, we talk about the slippery slope and precedents that the commissioner can come in and say, "Well, because of what happened in that game, you couldn't play it. But because you won the head-to-head, even though they have a better record, I'm going to make you the one seed. Boy, that's like, I don't know how you do that. And then go forward. So then anytime something like that happens, the team say, well, wait a minute. In 2022, you made this team the one seed because of this or that and the other. And it's like, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. I, 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 think, I think this is what it is. And again, I would be surprised if the Bills are fighting for anything. 
on that front. Uh, but maybe they are. Maybe they are behind the scenes fighting for something like that on that front. Maybe that uh, maybe that shouldn't surprise me. But it's, I mean, I don't know. It's hard in one breath to say nothing's more important than DeMar Hamlin, you know, than DeMar Hamlin and his health and his well-being. And that's a, a, a thousand percent of our thoughts. And then somewhere else, someone is saying, well, it's unfair for to make us a two seed. We have to replay this game or you have to make us the ones, you know, like. There's something going on weird with the the official NFL standings on there. They they have a NFL's official stat site that the media has access the to. GIS that the I just thing? noticed because I've been refreshing because I've been yeah. using it. Yeah. Right now they have Kansas City thirteen three and one, Buffalo twelve three and one, and Cincinnati twelve and four. How does Kansas City have the one? I don't. They, I don't know. Okay, don't don't give our callers other ideas I'm just, about. I'm just, just telling okay, you. This is what it says. It's a glitch. I know. Here's Jose in uh, Lawrence. Jose, you're up next. Pilgrim has uh, Murray. Uh, Murray in for Mass. Go ahead. Hey, Fergo, I just believe if this game would have, not, would have been on a Sunday game, we would not be talking about this game today. Because the NFL do not care about uh, uh, players' health. The only reason we're talking about it is because it was a prime time game. Thank you. Jose, it's a factor. There's no doubt about it. That it, everyone was watching that thing. And it was the marquee game of the year. It was the only game going on. I'm sure if you weren't watching it, you were alerted to what was going on and then started to watch it. And it was one of the biggest and best matchups of the year. And yes, the more people who see things, the worse that it is. No doubt about it. Okay, now, would it be a non-story if it was a, a Sunday 1 o'clock regional game? That's not right either. <laughs> It'd still be a big issue. It just wouldn't be what it is right now. So that's that's fair. And does the league really care about player safety? No. Of course they don't. Uh, Tony and Stoneham. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, guys. How are you? I, um, I read something, and uh, it's about the equipment. They made the helmets a fucking friggin' weapon. <laughs> Tony, I'm going to let you go. Is he so, so is he aligned with Bart Scott and said that T. Higgins like went helmet first? He didn't. Rewatch the play. I don't know if he was going that way, but Bart Scott's a moron for saying that. I didn't know Bart Scott said that. Yeah, Even he if, stepped in it in the last 24 hours I mean, saying that T. Higgins went helmet first and he's somewhat responsible for Hamlin getting hurt the way that he did. He didn't. I mean, I, I, he put his head down. So, like, it's really hard to put your head down and try and bull someone over and not hit him with your head. Uh, like, the, the, the Bills' first series, I think the first play of the game, Steph Diggs took a, a little pass and sort of turned the corner and went down the sidelines and trucked a defensive uh, back for Cincinnati. That's the way that game was being played. That was about to be a snot knocker of a game. Oh, yeah. Those two teams were getting after it. You could tell. Just in the first 10 minutes of the game, they were getting after it. It was going to be a great game. Physical, like, they were going. And so T. Higgins was just playing the way that game was being played. Watch Steph Diggs on the very first play of the game. He he bowled over some Bengals defensive back. So, but how can you blame someone for sticking his head down trying to pop someone? That's the game. That Bart Scott, of all people. Let's do 10 questions with Greg Bedard right after this. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. 
No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Let's do it. Ten questions with Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Make 2023 the last time losing weight is your New Year's resolution. Choose a solution for weight loss. Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Ten questions, ten minutes. We've got to be on time. Jimmy, what are our buzzer options, please? Uh, four options today. Hopefully this one makes sense to the group. Okay. Lightning round. We're off and running. Do you want Mac Jones to be the quarterback? Hell no. Yes. Hell no. Hell yes. Yes, credit to... Uh, uh, Bob Lobel and uh, Steve Burton, circa 15 years ago, 20 years ago. There you go. Next. Captain, everything I sing sounds the same. Oh, I disagree, Murray. Yeah. I disagree. He's got more range than you give him credit for. Next. I'm getting pretty a pretty big, big feedback, Tyler. Tyler so, so I sound like, I sound like I'm, I'm on acid, acid to myself. To myself. I don't know. Yeah, 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 Ooh, apparently that did go over. That's the how air. that sounded on the air. I'm wow. so glad. I'm Ooh. so glad. That's what it was in our headphones on Monday. So people understand because a lot of times you get feedback in your yeah. ear and you sound like a complete clown because you're like, and the people listening don't know what the heck's going on. You just sound like an idiot. Play that Play again for four minutes. Oh, oh that's great. God. Wow. And uh, here's the final buzzer option. Fake, fake win. win. Another, another fake, fake win. win. Is this, is this a fake team? <laughs> wow. Wow, that's Belgrin Maz on acid. So, <laughs> fake, fake win. Another, another fake, fake win. Is this, is this a fake, fake team? Fake. That went out over the air for four minutes? Oh, I thought they got I didn't fixed. hear it on the air. Holy crap. Was, I didn't hear it. It was like 10 I was listening on the radio. We're at, at right at 10? Because we were on a special time. Oh, no. And, and there you there you, there you have it. The key play, play uh, in yesterday's, yesterday's Patriots win, win over, over the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. Tyler Milliken back, back in our, in our uh, Tom Fritari Studios. studios. I'm, I'm getting a pretty, pretty big feedback, Tyler. Tyler. So, <laughs> so I sound like, I sound I'm, like I'm on acid, acid to myself. I don't know. Yeah, 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 take your take your right one off your ear. It'll help while we get it. Yeah, that is. I think it's starting to kick in, kick in, kick in, kick in. That's Felger and Maz on acid. Wow. Yeah, that's really what it is. Like the first day back after over two weeks off and you're still half in the bag from the weekend. Like that was a tough start. Right, anyway, go ahead. Hit it. Ten. I'm getting a pretty big feedback, Tyler. Tyler. So, so I sound, I sound like, like I'm on acid, acid to myself. To myself. I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah, 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 Jeez. Number 10. Where is the best landing spot for Zach Wilson? Should he stay in New York? Robert Sala said today or yesterday that come hell or high water, they'll stand with Zach Wilson. Uh, Chiefs or Bills. If I'm him, I'm going somewhere. Sit for two years. I, you know, a, a quarterback that has similar skills to him, like you know, like Mahomes would be perfect. Go there, rehabilitate yourself. Watch him. 
and then see what happens. I say Kansas City, but it's about Andy Reid, because if Andy Reid can spit shine the likes of Alex Smith, Mike Vick post-prison, and Donovan McNabb when he's a billion pounds, go be the backup to Mahomes and work with Andy Reid. What a great answer, you two. Thank Honestly, you. Kansas hey. City hey. is perfect. You got a gold star from Felton. Coach, you get coached by Reed, sit your ass down, and reset your whole career. That is a great answer. Next. Uh, Captain, everything I sing sounds the same. Not true, Murray. Number nine, rank them. You ready? Kenny Pickett, Mike White, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett, Mike White. Kenny Pickett, big drop-off. Mike White, simply for toughness, then Mac Jones. You like Kenny Pickett more than Mac Jones, Murray? Oh, after that comeback win in Baltimore? See, all it takes is one game for Murray. Ooh, against uh, who was the quarterback of the Ravens? They hadn't given up a touchdown in Baltimore in 15 quarters. Kenny Pickett. Pickett greater than I do like Pickett, though. I do. Watching the film of him against the Raiders, like... He's definitely got some. I didn't realize he had that much movement in terms of like speed, and he's got a little bit of an arm. I mean, I'm intrigued, but at this point right now, I want Mac Jones. And Mike White's ribs got turned into pudding in that game in Buffalo, and I didn't see him carrying on. Oh, oh, get me off the battlefield. I'm hurt. Oh, and I'm back like four weeks later, baby. Next. Fake, fake win. win. Another, another fake, fake win. win. Is this a Is this fake, a fake team? team? <laughs> <laughs> another rank them. Which division, division winner? is most likely to be one and done in the playoffs. Vikings, Buccaneers, uh, the Jacksonville, Tennessee winner, someone else. Give us uh, your top three most likely one and done division winners. So my most likely one, and I got messed up by the the NFL official standings, but uh, I am going with, uh, I think the Bucs would play the Cowboys. Is yep. that how it is? Yep. It's, sorry, Felgy. Brady's going down if that happens. Bucs are winning that game. Murray? Uh, the biggest fraud of the Vikings. And it's not the close wins that, that show me their frauds. It's this last game against the Green Bay Packers. If you can't put away a division rival that's on the ropes that needs to win that game for the playoffs, you're a fraud. And they got curb stomped in that game. They're the biggest frauds. And then behind them, I think the Eagles are in trouble. And then the Tennessee Jacksonville winner. Okay, next. Lightning round, we're off and running. Do you want Mac Jones to be the quarterback? Hell no. Yes. Hell no. Hell yes. Number seven, what did Jared Stidham's performance on Sunday mean to you, Greg? Does he deserve a chance to start somewhere? I did not see this question on here, but... uh, I sent it late, sorry. Okay. Uh, I have not watched the film on that, but he was very impressive. And, you know, it to me, it it shows what someone could do operating McDaniel's offense, the way it's supposed to be operated, which Carr didn't do most of the season, especially the second half of the season. And... um, I'm not ready to say he's ready to be a franchise quarterback or anything like that, but uh, I'm intrigued. You know, he's at least a sort of uh, compete for a spot kind of guy. At the very least, it shows that Bill screwed up 2020 and he should have started games over Cam Newton. And he should probably get a real shot with Josh in Vegas, too. And he just, you know, this is a longer rant, but just quickly, it's just another example of Bill going with his guy versus what's best for the team. And in 2020, Cam Newton was his guy. Cam Newton played ball with Bill, and he, you know, sucked up to Bill, and he took Bill's horrible contract, and he, you know, defended Bill in the locker room. That was Bill's guy. It's like the quarterback version of Matt Patricia. That was Cam Newton. And so he kept the job for Cam Newton at the expense of someone who was younger and could have been better. 
because he wasn't going to do Cam Newton dirty because Cam Newton was playing ball with Bill, so Bill was going to defend and you know protect Cam Newton, and that sucks. That was not what's best for the team, and it's I put it in the same breath as this Patricia nonsense. I, I completely agree with you. I mean, this is part of the reason why the Patriots are where they are because Bill Bill put Bill ahead of team. His guys it was year for years it was team over anything else. It's been Bill over team, and and how about this? The amount of resources that they've squandered at the quarterback position. The Garoppolo trade. First, they did they, they traded Brissett, I think, first for nothing. He started games in this league, has won games in this league. Trade Garoppolo, get you know 50 cents on the dollar, where if he traded him the offseason before, he could have probably gotten multiple first-round picks. And then he gives Stidham away, and he looks like he can play. But in 2020, you knew it wasn't happening with Cam Newton, but yep. Bill stuck with him because that was his guy. Big problem down there. It's just about Bill and his guys. And the, I, I tie this into it. Next. One person there said if they got four ones, they wouldn't trade them. I'm getting pretty, a pretty big feedback, Tyler. Tyler. So, so I sound, I sound like, like I'm, I'm on acid, acid to myself. To myself. I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six. Who should be the Dolphins starting quarterback next year? Lamar Jackson. Ooh, I, I, I would love him in that system. Um, another injury-prone quarterback. But if I'm the Dolphins, I go for broke and just – Try to steal Lamar from the Ravens. I would say Aaron Rodgers because it feels like you know it's not a lock. He wants to be back with the Green Bay Packers. If they can force a trade some there somehow there, I would go with Rodgers. I would love it. I'll, I'll I'll let you have him for a second round pick, and I turn it over to Jordan Love. I'm dead serious about that. Next, fake fake win. Another another fake win. Is this a fake team? Uh, tool bag question: Is Mac Jones a tool bag for his block on Eli Apple and the other plays that he has been fined for? Over the last couple of years, is Ryan Clark right? Is he the Grayson Allen of the NFL? I think tool bag's a little strong, but I do like the Grayson Allen comparison. And, you know, it, it does. It makes me wonder if Mac Jones has an honorary degree from Duke because he, he seems like a dookie. He carries himself like a dookie. Yeah, it's consistent with his baby attitude. So, yes, I think that's an appropriate nickname for him. Next. Captain, everything I sing sounds the same. Uh, who has been the biggest overachiever in the league this year? I'm talking about team. The Giants. That team stinks. They have no. They have no business being in the playoffs. Even. I, I don't know how they've done it. I don't know how Dayball's done it. They're not even close to that good. If not them, I go with the Seattle Seahawks. I thought they were going to be the worst team in the league. That they're still in playoff contention and Geno Smith looks the way he does this year, I go with the Seahawks. Next. Fake, fake win. Another, another fake win. Is this, is this a, fake a fake team? Who's been the biggest underachiever in the league this year? Again, team. The Cardinals. There's way more talent on that. They've had some injury issues, but... Kingsbury is not a good coach. Denver, four wins. You fire the head coach. Russell Wilson's turned into a nerd pumpkin. I thought there were going to be double-digit wins in the playoff contention. Go on a deep run. Four wins for the Broncos. They're the biggest embarrassment. Okay, Packers should be on that list somewhere next. I'm getting pretty, pretty big feedback, Tyler. Tyler. So, so I sound like, I sound I'm, like I'm on acid, acid to myself. myself. I don't know. Yeah, 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 Seriously. <laughs> four uh, minutes. Usually it doesn't go out over the air. Usually it's just in your headset. Yeah. What team in the league do you hate? You just hate them. I hate to watch the Texans. That's such an easy answer. Murray? I hate now I hate to watch the Tennessee Titans. They're so effing boring. Oh, I hate them. But my greatest hate is for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It will always be for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, no mention of the Patriots there? Okay, next. <laughs> Go ahead. Hit it. Lightning round. We're off and running. Do you want Mac Jones to be the quarterback? Hell no. Yes. Hell no. Hell yes. 
Obviously, this is coming off the Winter Classic. Hockey game in a baseball stadium. Oh, boy, I wish I would have pointed that out once or twice during that day. I'm being sarcastic. God, was that insufferable. We get it. They're playing hockey at Fenway. We get it. It's time for the puck pitch. It's a hockey team in a baseball stadium. I got it. I got it. I got it. Thanks. I, I understand. They're playing a hockey game in a baseball stadium. Got it. Thank you. But based on that, name a non-football venue where you'd most like to watch an NFL game. I didn't really have a good one on this, but I, I just went with Wrigley. I, all I can say is not Fenway Park. I'm tired of Fenway Park. Like, just stop with the special events there for crying out loud. There's nothing, anything. You know what? They are done. They are out of special events. You know, when Springsteen and the Stones played there, like, it's like, okay, now you've exhausted the concert thing. Mm-hmm. You played hockey there, college hockey, pro hockey. Now they have a bowl game. They have a football like game there. You've played, uh, uh, you know, international soccer match there. It's all. There's nothing left that's going to be special there. They've had, like, Winter X games there, too. They've done everything there. So Please. I say play it on an aircraft carrier. If yes, you can have a basketball game on the, like they did the the U.S. Forces Classic, whatever it was, 10 years ago, play it on a big aircraft carrier. That's the answer. All right. Thus concludes 10 questions. Update. Back to your phones right after this. Fake, fake, fake win. win. Another, another fake, fake win. win. Is this, is this a fake, fake team? Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Stuck in traffic? You've got Felger and Matt. I want to vomit. It's just hard figuring out which one is worse. I'm not ready to answer that question. Now more Felger and Mass. 98.5 The Sports Hub. All right, back to the phones here with Greg Bedard. Louie is in Worcester. Go ahead, Louie. Yeah, hey, hey. Um, I got the uh, Stidham fever. Anyway, so I want to know your reasoning behind um, – Oakland losing to Kansas City because, you know, Kansas City almost lost to the Broncos, and Oakland almost took it to uh, San Francisco. But what is your reasoning? That's it, man. Have a good one. Okay, what's the line? Do you have the the odds in front of them? Let me pull it up. Is it in Kansas City or or Vegas? It's in Vegas because, you know, Vegas almost beat Kansas City at Kansas City this year. No, I understand. I mean, of course there's no guarantee. But what do we think is going to happen? Nine and a half. They're f- so what? Louis says, on what basis do you say? Look, stay. What? Where are you getting? I, they're I, almost a ten point favorite on the road, Louis. Yep. Mm-hmm. So can I can I start with that? That they're a prohibitive favorite in that game. Yeah. By the way, the, where the do Raiders you get off? They're like, nine and a half point favorites. They have like no one left on defense. Every week they have lost more guys. They're better. How's that? And they're playing for the number one seed in the conference now against a team that's much worse than them. 
playing for nothing. Yeah, a team that's ready to go to the offseason. And as much as we liked Stidham and the way he looked, a backup quarterback. So, really? Like, liking KC in that game, that's a bad take? Adam and Ipswich. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, guys. So, I was thinking about this. If the Bills had lost on sun, on Monday night mm-hmm. and Kansas wins on Saturday, then the game for us is a nothing. So, we'd have, in theory, them resting. Now, we have to deal with the Bills not resting because they have to win the game in order to be able to continue for their playoff spot. So, doesn't that screw the whole system up? Well, it I, it does change the dynamic. I mean, if they had played that game out, Cincinnati had a really good chance. Again, they were yep. they were breathing fire in that game. Both teams were. It was going to be a great game. But Cincinnati's playing well. They were at home. They were obviously up for the game. They were the first first drive straight down the field touchdown. Second drive, they were headed there too. They were past midfield uh, driving again. So he's mad that the Patriots just weren't given so, an, a victory. Yeah, well, of course, but, you know but, this. But yeah. it's possible. It's possible that the Pats got screwed by it. They don't. How do you get screwed by a he team just, not playing? He just playing. explained it. Where the Bills were actually going to lose that game, which means they would have had nothing to play for, and this game really would have been a true yes, throwaway. But that's for fine. Them. That doesn't change the the fact that I'm working. The Patriots would be handed a victory. I am not. My response is ha and ha. Okay, I I think they're going to benefit. Too freaking bad. I think they're going to benefit by all this. Uh, I I do because I don't think they're going to replay Buffalo Cincinnati. That's going to be a, a tie or a no game, which means Kansas City now just has to beat Vegas on Saturday. And sorry, Louie, they're going to beat Vegas on Saturday, which means Buffalo not only is going to have nothing to play for, really, to the two seed or the three seed, which isn't enough, and they have this thing hanging over their head, and they may not even play it on Sunday. Oh, by the way, or there's even some thought they won't play it at all, which would really benefit you. So I think ultimately it would benefit you, but the caller's not wrong to bring up that other scenario. Yeah, we got screwed. The league hates us. Get else out together, please. Bill and Holliston. Go ahead, Bill. Hi, uh, I sit at the end of the Patriots bench, the defensive end, and I noticed that Gerard Mayo was a lot more involved in calling plays, sending in players before Steve Belichick. Uh, And also, uh, when the offense was down that end, Matt Patricia would be 15, 20 yards upfield, which I hadn't noticed before. Well, he he swore he goes to snack uh, (laughs) when the defense is on the field. But uh, on the defensive coaching, Greg, um, do they deserve credit? Have Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo done a good job? Has it been a well-coached defense this year? And is Mayo more involved or less or the same? Or just give me a breakdown on that. I haven't seen any difference as far as his involvement. He, Him and Demarcus Covington are in charge of the substitutions. So they're a little bit more active. Steve stands about so 10, he, 15 so, yards away with the play sheet and makes the calls. So if I can just, the caller. Yep. What, what Mayo is in charge of getting guys on the field and off the field. So he looks like he's more demonstrative because he's yelling at guys to get off and yelling yep. at guys to get mm-hmm. on and grabbing them. And you come on, you go off. And so where Belichick is, Steve is sitting there with the play sheet over his mouth. But Steve calls the plays. I mean, that's like out of the bag now. It's been for a while. Um, what was I just going to ask? You were asking me about, like, do I think they've done a good job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No different than any other year. Like, you know, basically. You don't think the defense has been better this no. year? No. No. They still haven't beaten a good team. This is like four years going. Where at the end of the season, they can't beat a good team. Ryan Fitzpatrick came in here and beat them on their home field. They haven't, they haven't been a good defense against good teams. 
You know, and I'm sure there are some Patriots who well, they shut out the Bengals in the second half. Yeah, because Irwin dropped a touchdown. And Jamar Chase quit. And they missed a field goal. And, you know, and basically they just quit. But, no, they haven't been any different. This is no different than the previous three years or even going back to the boogeyman where they are. And Bill even gives rise to it. Well, we were good statistically. Yeah, but how did you do against Buffalo? Did you even try to stop the Bills? No. The Bengals had three... 300 yards and 22 first downs in the first half against the Patriots on their own home field. Sorry, not a good defense. Okay, there's a take. Who's been the most overrated player on the Patriots defense? Or who's overrated this week? Let's just start with that. Uh, Kyle Duggar. But yeah. I will say this. No, you know, no, 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 no. Start, start with it. the overrated part of <laughs> no, it. No, but I will say, you know, he made he made two really good plays in the game. The, the interception return was great. That was, that was a great play call the inverted cover two. Duggar read it right you also need to point out that he screwed up multiple plays in this game and even the week before that Irwin pass that he dropped in the end zone would have been Duggar's fault Duggar gave up a touchdown the last touchdown was on Duggar because he stopped paying attention to the receiver you know he has multiple mistakes he he makes splash plays but he makes a lot of mistakes in coverage does he still get lost in the passing game yes he does and you know look i'm a guy who i was looking back on one of my tweets from his rookie season where i was like i've seen enough from the you know he played that against seattle in seattle he played a lot for the first time and watching the film i tweeted i was like i've seen enough he needs to be on the field all the time patrick chunk can leave after this season and he's going to be the patriots answer to jamar jamal adams in short order you know, he's made more consistent splash plays more consistently with each year, but he still makes the same sort of mistakes. He hasn't really, I know there's a lot of people, national people who are like, oh, Kyle Duggar, all he does is make plays and this and that. No, he gives up a lot. He's feast he or gives famine. up a lot of plays. In this game, he gave up a lot of plays. There were third, you know, there were third down where he drifts in zone coverage and there's a wide, there's a big opening because he's not where he's supposed to be. Happens multiple times every game. And he is a good player. He's getting better, but he still hasn't. He he's he's a good player. I don't think he's risen to Pro Bowl or All Pro level yet. I'm waiting for it. Year three, he's going into year four. Good player, unbelievable talent. There's no question about that. And I actually think part of his issue is I, much like Patrick Chung in his first tenure here, I don't think the Patriots have really figured out the right way to use Kyle Duggar. Because he's such a unique talent. And, you know, and, and Chung was the same way his first time. Bill admitted. You know, he came back the second time, and they didn't want to sign him. Eagles signed him. Eagles got rid of him after a season. Then he comes back here, and they basically say, we're putting you in the box. You're going to be man-to-man against the tight end. You're going to defend the run. That's really that's really what Duggar should do. They need to get him They need to get him out of space, even though he didn't make a, you know, a huge play that way this week. But... You know, it's kind of like he's like one for four each game. And I just think him going forward, blitzing off the edge, man-to-man against a tight end, that kind of thing. He had a big hit in the run game. More of that. That's what he does well. They need to get him in a position to do that all the time. Okay, uh, Bedard's final thoughts on Patriots' bills, what to expect on Sunday, if it is even on Sunday, and your calls, long commercial-free segment next. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. 
Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Okay, first of all, we have not heard yet uh, from the Buffalo Bills uh, except a statement uh, essentially saying that he is, you know, what he had, cardiac arrest, that he's in critical condition. That has been since overnight on Monday. We have not heard from UC Medical Center. So the uh, updates we have gotten have been from lay people, not doctors, which is important um, and should be noted. Uh, the family spokesman, who is Jordan Rooney, um, has been giving some positive vibes, as you might say, some positive updates, telling Cam Wolf and then texting me a couple minutes ago uh, that things seem to be heading in the positive direction. Now, we don't know necessarily what that means, but positive is much better than negative, so that is good. Um, and I would also say that just for, like, expectation standpoint, this isn't necessarily going to be a thing where, like, he, he's going to pop up and we'll say everything's okay like it's going to be a matter of not minutes or really hours or probably days until we know a hundred percent sure how damar hamlin is okay so obviously the first things first is we hope he is survives and is alive uh it sounds like that is we don't want to speculate sounds like that's going to be a thing i i positive direction generally means Yes, positive. If things are heading in a positive direction, it generally means that you'd think he is going to survive. That is my assumption. There's still some other questions once he does oh, yes. you know, come out of this thing that need to be answered by people who are not me, but medical people. And I hope, just from a general information standpoint, that we get that at the end of this. But positive vibes are way better than negative vibes. Ian Rappaport. Pat McAfee, it sounded like there. All right, so uh, Troy Vincent, the league executive, spoke again today. Sort of nothing definitive, but sort of said everything is on the table, including postponing Patriots' bills. I don't know if he said canceling Patriots' bills is on the table, but everything is on the table. Uh, In another telling detail, we think the Patriots and the bills uh, shut down media availability today. So Bill Belichick, as of you know, 11 a.m. today was due to do his uh, noon press conference and the locker room was due to be open to the media and players were set to speak, scheduled to speak, including Mac Jones. And the Patriots at some point shut that down. I said earlier at 1 o'clock. That doesn't make sense. They shut it down at like 11 o'clock probably. But either way, uh, late this morning, they shut that down, that media availability down. So, Greg Bedard, you think that's a tell? Yeah, I think that it's... Um, I would say it's likely um, or at least trending in that direction that, you know, because they did this, that they think it's more likely that they postpone the game. Now, 
Someone told me this yesterday that there's a non-compete with the national championship. So if they move to Monday, it would have to be a five. Yes. It would have to be a a late afternoon game. Or Tuesday. Um, So you think Patriots-Bills is trending towards being postponed to early next week? I think... You know, like I said earlier, I think that I think the NFL is waiting to talk to the Bills this afternoon after they've had their meetings. Uh, they've been on the field for a walkthrough, and then they'll make a decision. But I think you know, you know, punting on media coverage certainly you understand it in Buffalo. Here, like, wh- why? I think Bill I, I, will use whatever excuse he can not to have to. Speak oh, to for the sure. Media, you know, you know, but it, okay, so the. I mean, all the Patriots had to do was, look, we have no idea when we're playing. We don't know the situation, so we're not going to talk about that and, and then move and on to other. And yeah. Hamilton. I mean, like, it's, it's – But I, I think if Bill has a – you know, is given the option to not do media, he'll not do media. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. – that. I think that's all that is. And, I'm, you know, that's just in keeping with how he operates. But – so that's interesting. You don't do, – do you think that canceling Patriots' bills is off the table? I I mean, it's not completely off the table, but I would be highly surprised if that happens. Uh, you know, I think it, uh, I think, you know, football is played and these guys are, you know, used to this type of stuff. This is a different situation. I understand that. Uh, and all thoughts and prayers are with the Hamlin family, but, um, you know, guys have to get back in the saddle. They have to go play football. The The schedule is, is going to be played. They're not going to like, you know, suspend the, the, the season two or three weeks, uh, so everyone can deal with things. Um, it just doesn't happen. So it's, I think Bill's Patriots is going to be played. Just not on Sunday. I, yeah, I, I have no insight onto this. I'm just telling you what I feel from covering the league over the years and knowing people involved and in how they make these decisions. Yeah, I think they push it back. I think that just that the Bills had a walkthrough today, and I understand they they played, were playing on Monday. Right. So that's sort of what they would do. Uh, and I'm sure the game plan is re- easily put together. Was Most of it was put together before the Monday night game because they realized they'd be in a short week against the team in the division that they just played. That's not that big a deal. Um, but, you know, I, I would be surprised. One o'clock on Sunday, that just seems a little soon for me. Okay. How about what the league should do for the schedule, the table, the schedule? What were we just talking about? I, th- I think that... Uh, I think that the NFL should not announce anything about Bengals Bills play through this weekend. Uh, try to keep as much competitive integrity as you can, and and let's say that the favorites win. Yep. Okay. Let's just say that it goes according to Hoyle, goes according to Chalk, that the Bills beat the Patriots whenever that you know game is played. Yep. KC as a nine point favorite beats the Raiders. And since he takes care of Baltimore, what's the line on that? Where is that game? Since <clears throat> since he Baltimore, yes. Uh, let me find out. Okay, and that since he beats uh, Baltimore, and I don't know what the the you know is Lamar Jackson playing? He didn't practice no, today. No, Lamar Jackson's not going to play. Okay, so give Cincy that win wherever it's played. Uh, that the Bills, Casey, and Cincy all win, and so the ske- the standings right now remain the same. Kansas City's in first. Uh, Buffalo's in second, Kansas City's in third. What should the league do? I think that the NFL should uh, should award Buffalo. They should not play Bills, Bengals. They should make Buffalo the number one seed because it was proven on the field that that the Bills beat Kansas City in Kansas City this year, and they'll both have the same number of losses. Yes, their wins will be different, but these are different circumstances, and it's within the NFL. I don't think how can the how can the Chiefs argue that. Okay, you said they got beat on their own home field. You were about to say it's within the NFL's right to do that. 
Is it? Yeah, Goodell can do whatever he wants. He can? Yes. Yeah, I told you, Felga. See, he's omnipresent. <laughs> he's yeah, it's in like that. Article 15 or nah, whatever. Well, Article 46 is he can do whatever he wants to the players. Yeah, That's thanks to the Patriots yeah, and he, Tom Brady. Thanks to Tom Brady and the Patriots and Barstool. Good job, guys. Good win. Goodell can do whatever he wants to the players, according to the U.S. Supreme Court. Good job, guys. Fighting Deflategate like that. That was well played. Thank you for giving me that opening, Greg, by the <laughs> yep. way. No well problem. well done, Portnoy. Good win for you. Now Goodell can do whatever he wants to the players whenever he wants to. It's Bengals at home against the Ravens. They're but, but, sorry, but can Goodell do whatever he wants to the teams? No, he can't. What's Article 15? Did you just make that up? No, I'm trying to find it. Keep talking, but I'll try to find it. Because Football Zebras on t- Twitter had this, and they had, I mean, it, if you they just had made a screenshot out. No, I'm telling yeah, you. If you just made there. it up, I would respect you more. You would go up in my estimation. I'd be like, well played, finally. Starting to get it. What did you say, Murray, that I talked over? I'm sorry. Uh, it's Bengals at home against uh, the Ravens. They're favored by six and a half. Okay, but since he's winning that game, the, yeah. the, no Lamar Jackson, forget it. Okay, so Kansas City's winning. Sorry, forget it. Kansas City's winning. Sorry, forget it. And I... I I, I think Buffalo's going to win, but that's a little bit more of a wild card now, given everything that's happened. But if that all goes according to Hoyle, the standings are Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincy in that order. And you think Roger Goodell should arbitrarily, based on Article 15 or whatever. 17. Rule 17, Article 4, emergency situation, says the NFL affirms the position that in most circumstances, all regular season and postseason games should be played to their conclusion. If in the opinion of the appropriate league authorities, it is impossible to begin or continue a game due to an emergency or a game is deemed to be uh, eminently threatened by any such emergency, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the following procedures will serve as guidelines for the commissioner. The commissioner has the authority to review the circumstances of each emergency and to adjust the following procedures in whatever manner the commissioner deems appropriate. Okay, I'd like to see that, and I'd like to read it myself to clean that up a little bit. But Goodell's I'll got the power. You're saying that Goodell, Goodell has the power to do it. It Good, certainly sounds that way. Goodell has the power to say, well, you know what? I think that Buffalo should be the one, not the two, even though Kansas City has a better even though Kansas City has a better record, Buffalo's the number one seed. Yeah, you're Yes, yeah, see what I did there? You're being simplified. You're being overly technical. No, less. They both I mean, had the same number of losses. If, like, say there was a natural disaster that the Bills couldn't play their game. I understand. Like, the commissioner has the... He he can use common sense, which you're not doing because you often don't use common sense. Yeah, what if Niagara Falls overflew yeah, into Buffalo? Like, he could say, all right, well, they both had the same number of losses. So, And they played head-to-head. No one's going to argue. You could just say the Chiefs can complain. You lost on your home field. Shut up. Everyone's going to be like, okay. I like Bedard playing the and, role of Goodell. Right, and I'm the irrational one. <laughs> All right, thanks, Bedard. We appreciate it. See you, boys. Okay. See you, Greg. Uh, quick 90-second update from Murray on what Troy Vincent had to say today, and I want to pick up on that as well with your thoughts. Do not go anywhere. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability goals. No matter the size, we offer every business the tools to reduce their carbon footprint. 
Optimizing your energy usage could mean swapping dated oil and propane systems for heat pumps. This leads to increased comfort, simpler heating and cooling in one unit, and reduced environmental impact. Learn how to make your business more sustainable at Eversource.com.